What's up, crew? It's your boy Biggie S'mores back with episode four of the Biggie S'mores show. Um, I think I got a pretty good show for y'all today. Today we're going to start off with a little bit of NBA talk. Uh, I'm sure y'all saw the fight with Rajon Rondo and Chris Paul. I'll give you my thoughts on that. Um, I'm also going to speak about last night's Pistons game. Um... I am recording this on Wednesday, so unfortunately a couple of the releases that I have in the upcoming release segment um, dropped today and not this weekend, but that's all good. Um, let's jump right into it, guys. Uh, so, as I'm sure y'all know, Chris Paul... Ray John Rondo got into it in Saturday night's Laker game, which was LeBron James' Laker debut. Um, my thoughts on it, man. Ray John's kind of a punk for that for that move. You don't spit in somebody's face, you know. Um, let's be honest, though, like. CP3 ain't a saint like everybody's trying to make him out to be. Like, he's an annoying little pest on the court, man. Seems like a genuinely good dude, but he is. Uh, he's an annoying player on the court. So, I think that. Um, it's not quite how everybody wants to make it out to be. But. Uh, and. It was a little bit more than your typical NBA fight. You actually saw some punches thrown and a couple connect. Uh, Rondo had that nice left on CP3 uh, that caught him right in the side of the face. And then most people missed it, but CP3 was able to get a nice uppercut up on Rondo that connected. Um, everything had... The whole situation started with uh, Ingram foul on James Harden, which a lot of people know that James Harden isn't one of my uh, favorite guys, to say the least. But, um, yeah, it all started out with that, and the thing is just nobody was expecting Paul and Rondo to get into it. They weren't even involved in the play at all. Um, but after Paul and Rondo started getting into it, Ingram comes back in, just swinging like a madman, and comes very close to clocking, uh, PJ Tucker, um, and that boy is happy he did not hit Tucker, because Tucker would have gave him those hands. Like, Tucker ain't a dude to fuck with. Um, so, I, like I said, it was it was a little, little bit more than your typical NBA fight, but, I mean, it, enough to stir up some excitement, but it was still an NBA fight, you know. Um, but the one thing I can tell you is it's bad if Lance Stevenson is the one there. Trying to break things up. 
Like, Lance Stevenson is the guy that's trying to be peacemaker in all this. That's surprising. Um, uh, Ingram got a four-game suspension out of it. Rondo got a three, and CP3 got a two. I'm cool with Ingram and Rondo getting suspended, but why are we suspending CP3? Like, for real, guys. He got... Sp- if you spit in my face, I'm going to whoop your ass. Like, that's, like, the utmost disrespect. Like, I think... Like, I understand that these guys are role models and they got to hold themselves to a bit of a higher standard and have a little bit more, uh... Not sure dignity is the right word, but that's what I'm going to use. Um... Seeing as they are, whether they like it or not, they are kind of role models. But, man, you spit in my face, I don't... I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just take that sitting back and actually I was surprised that he just didn't swing right away you know he just stuck that little finger in Rondo's face and went from there uh yeah I don't see how you can suspend CP3 for this but in a bit of bigger news here my Pistons are undefeated right now. Uh, just had a big win over everybody's team here, the 76ers. Um, I'm just going to come out and say this right now. Joel Embiid is a punk. He runs his mouth and he talks a lot of trash. But let's be honest, what's that team done? What has the Sixers done when you look at that stretch they rattled off last year, they were playing against teams that had less than 500 records. Like It's not that impressive, guys. It's really not. You can tell that Ben Simmons and Embiid hate each other, so one of them is going to be gone soon. Now, I don't really like Ben Simmons either, but he's the guy I'm banking on. I ain't banking on Embiid. With his injury history... And everything. I mean, I get it. Like he's, you know, he he's not a dumb guy. Embiid is not a dumb guy. He comes out, and he said, "Look, like, I get how this cycle works. Like, there's only so long people are actually gonna like me. So I'm trying to use all this social media to my advantage. And right now, I think is the beginning of that turn against him, because." I think this team is going to hit a rough patch this year. Things are going to go bad. Embiid's going to run his mouth. And I think that um, things are going to go downhill from there. Um, But I don't want to let that overshadow that big Pistons win last night. Because Blake Blake Griffin dropped a career-high 50. And the Pistons did win 133-132 in overtime. But when you let's get back into the Embiid shit a little bit. Joel Embiid is out there talking, oh, I'm, I got real estate in Andre Drummond's head and this and that. Dude, 
You flopped to get him thrown out. You flopped to get him thrown out and then sat there and bragged about it. Seriously, shut up. You're a punk. Like, I'm over that type of crap. Like, and also, Andre dunked on you pretty good in that game. Which is probably why you were so pissed off that you had to have that little flop to get him ejected. So, you can shut your mouth now. Um, another thing I want to talk about with the NBA, though, um, I don't know if this necessarily is the reasoning for this, for, um, the increase in scoring this year, but I don't really know yet how I feel about this offensive rebounding rule where... If you get an offensive board, the shot clock goes back to 14 and not 24 like it used to be. Um, I can tell you this. I myself do not like watching those games where you're scoring 80 points at halftime. Like that um, that Utah, Utah Golden State, it was last Friday night. You, Utah scored 80 at halftime. Like... I do not like games like that, man. You know, like, I, I, I understand that, like, that lockdown defense isn't what's going to get you ratings. But you got to play some defense, man. You know, the thing is, I like, I'm, and I understand that with guys in the league and their shooting abilities today, like, you can play good defense and guys are just going to knock down shots. Like, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to guard Steph when he's knocking down 47-foot shots all the time, you know? The guy's going to pull up from the logo in the center court, like. Um, but I don't like the way that that's progressed. Um, on a, If you want to know the truth, I turned that game off at halftime. So I only watched maybe a half hour of that game. Um, I just, it's tough, you know, um, like I said, I, like, I, I understand that the stifling defenses and that is not, is not what's going to get you ratings, but at some point there's a integrity of the game that's got to got to be there man these guys a lot of these guys ain't even trying like we're sitting here you had James Harden winning at winning the MVP when the dude doesn't play a lick of defense defense is all effort he doesn't play a lick of defense doesn't care enough to try and lock down his guy I got a serious problem with that. But I guess it's the way the game's going today. So now I'm going to enter into a segment that I really wasn't expecting to be doing. Um, we're going to talk 
about New Balance basketball. Um, a little bit of background on them. Um, like most athletic companies, they were a presence in the 80s. Um, most notably, James Worthy wore their shoes. Um, but the last player in the league to wear a New Balance was Matt Bonner of the San Antonio Spurs. And they were actually... the uh, Allegedly, the story goes that they were going to make him a signature shoe. And they wanted to kind of get back into basketball. Um, I So they sent him... A prototype of the signature shoe. He goes to wear it in a game, and it falls apart before he can even get into the game. Um, and I guess it was right after that New Balance had informed him that they were no longer going to continue continue with the sponsorship, and they were no longer going to be doing basketball. Um, I vaguely remember some of this going around Twitter, that would have been like 2012, um, and I find it absolutely hilarious, uh, Matt Bonner's right up there with Brian Scalabrini in White Guys That Can Ball, so, I uh, I got a soft spot for him, even though he is a spur, um, but, New Balance is making waves right now, they just signed a young up-and-comer uh, named Darius Beasley. Baisley, excuse me, Darius Baisley. Um, they signed it. They gave him a $14 million deal. Now, what's unique about this, Baisley is 18 years old. He is not playing college. Um... They gave him this deal. Uh, he is... He originally committed to Syracuse. Backed out of that. Decided he was going to play the year in the G League. And then backed out of that. And said he was just going to take the next year off. And prepare himself for the 2019 NBA draft. Um... And New Balance gave him this $14 million contract, um, which grabbed all the headlines. But then you read into the contract a little bit more, and it's, it's, not, as, it's not as crazy as it seems. Um, it is, but it isn't. They're, they're taking a huge risk. They're taking a huge risk. But it's not quite as big as it seems. So the deal starts out, um, from from what my understanding is, is he's guaranteed the $1 million right now. He's guaranteed $1 million right now. But he, he has certain performance goals. Um, I'm assuming sales goals, specific sales goals. Um, things like that that will that can add up to the fourteen million dollars. Um, 
he is going to be doing a three-month internship with New Balance through the winter, though, where he'll work with uh, global and digital marketing and um, project designs and all that all that type of stuff. Um, now, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I didn't know who this guy was until right now. Um, I don't follow high school basketball enough and college recruiting and that stuff. I used to a little bit more, you know, back when I had a subscription to Slam and all that. I used to always read the punk section, so shout out Slam. Um, but after digging into this, Baisley's only projected to be a late first round pick. And, I mean, we're still talking, we're, what, eight months from the NBA draft? That's a lot of time for some dudes in college to really step it up and improve, and improve and show themselves and that's a lot of time that we're not going to see this kid play ball we're not going to see Baisley play ball and he can still slip um so I mean it's it's super risky like I'm not I'm not the type of dude that's going to sit here and tell you what you should do you know if you have that skill set um, I don't, I, I can't tell you what to do. If you want to go to college, go for it. If you want to go to Europe and play like Brandon Jennings, go for it. But I think, I think this is a, this is a big risk. And I mean, hell, I'm the type of guy I go all in on myself too. So uh, I understand it. Um, So yeah, I the, like I said, I I th- I think it's a big risk. We're going to find out in the next couple years whether it pays off. New Balance is going to be launching I guess a whole basketball line next year. Um it's supposed to be for 2019. So we'll see. We'll we'll see where this gets them. We'll see where it gets uh Baisley and I guess we can judge it after that. Alright guys, we're just going to jump right into the heart of things here with our upcoming releases. Now this week, the releases actually start on a Wednesday, October 23rd, um, with the Kobe 1 Pro Tro, Purple Rain. Um, I've been hearing it pronounced Pro Tro, I think that's how it is. That's just what I'm going to roll with until I hear otherwise. Um, these, the official colorway on this is, uh, black, white, and varsity purple. Really, really solid Lakers colorway. I love what Nike's doing with the Pro Tro line and Kobe. I think having these retros, uh, with today's updated technology in them is super dope. So, you'll see more guys wear them on court, um... And you won't have to worry about them falling apart or nothing. I I like it. I think it's really cool. 
Um, like I said, though, it's a really dope Lakers colorway, especially with those uh, purple and black Lakers jerseys that they got coming. I'm, I think they're the city edition, but I'm not positive about that. The purple, well, purple with all the black pinstriping and everything. Fire. These things would be perfect for them. Um, and then Thursday the 24th, we actually got two Jordan 9 boots dropping. Um, the Jordan 9 boot has been, you know, either a love or hate thing. And I feel like I've seen a lot more hate out there for them. Um, they got two colorways dropping. They got the wheat ones and the green abyss. Um, the wheat ones, as I'm sure you figured out, are just like that wheat Timberland kind of color. Um, the difference with these and the nines is that, you know, it's kind of like how it, how it was with like the winterized Spizikes and, uh, numerous other boots that they've done. Um, they have a more rugged outsole, things like that. I think they're super dope. I especially like them turning the nine into a boot because if you know the history of the Jordan nine, it was inspired by hiking boots um which you especially see in the olive jordan nines so i i think it's really cool i think it's a cool way to pay homage to that too um and then the other colorway that they are coming out is a green abyss which the official color on that is green abyss dark gray and concord um it's also got uh orangish color outsole with like a red jumpman and like red uh red branding on it and stuff like the the pull tab on the back is that reddish color um I think the globe on the on the back is the same color too moving to the twenty fifth so friday the twenty fifth we actually got uh, Reebok release here the DMX Run 10s which uh, collab with sneakers and stuff um, I think these are super dope the colorway on them is Team Cardinal Carbon and White and the majority of the shoes red uh, with some white up in the upper and then it's got um, and then it's got a lot of the carbon details and stuff. They have a nice icy clear outsole. Um, and then a really cool thing about this is the insoles on the shoes actually have have a have a picture of the sneakers and stuff founders, and I. Th what I think is their first like storefront um so I think that's really dope and then the 26th we've got two shoes dropping um that are collab we got two Puma shoes dropping excuse me that are a collab with a life they're two Puma Clydes. I'll tell you what, I'm a sucker for Clydes. Um, 
if you really dive into the history issues, you'll see the Clyde is... I don't want to say it is what started it all, but it's definitely one of the catalysts. Um, I have a very, very big soft spot for that shoe. And these are two collabs with a life. Um, one is... One is a blue color, and the other one is, I believe it's Blue Depths and Green Gables is what they're calling it. Um, it's just, it's a suede upper. One's all blue with the um, Puma logo and white, white midsole. Um, the other one's all that gable green, I guess. Um with the white Puma, white outsole. Um, and then there's also a Air Darwin, a Nike Air Darwin dropping in a Bulls colorway. Um, which retail on those is supposed to be a buck thirty. Um, and then that Life collab is only a hundred bucks for each. Um, I'm gonna actually, I'm sorry guys. Um, I'm just going to go back and give you a quick rundown. I forgot to tell, I forgot to put the prices on everything. So there's Kobe one pro tros retails 175, both the Jordan nine boots, um, retail is going to be 225 on those DMX run tens, the sneakers and stuff, uh, retails 150, the Puma life collab, both those retail at a hundred, the air Darwin's retail at 130. Um, then you also got uh, foam posit dropping um, in habanero red. I don't really like them. Um, I think they've kind of done the foam posit wrong with so many releases over the past years now. Um, this one, I. I I myself, I don't see it being that much different than the cough drops, and I would much rather have the cough drops. Um, they're retailing at two thirty, and in my opinion, that's a it's a bit high, um, but it is what it is. Um, the big release that everybody knows about this weekend is the Air Jordan Eleven Platinum. Um, the platinum tint is what they're calling them. Um, it's kind of a gray. It's kind of like an all gray upper with some red, uh, like red jumpman, um, red and white accents on it. I myself, I hate them. I think, I think they look terrible. Um. Those retail at two twenty, if you want them. My, you know, as I said before, my biggest thing is rock what you like. If you want to cop those, go right ahead. I'm almost gonna guarantee you they're gonna sell out everywhere. Um, most Jordan Elevens do. Next up, we got a Yeezy Seven Hundred. Moav is the color. They got a, 
a dark gray and black upper um, with that mauve color. I don't know how to describe it. I know it's terrible for a podcast, but I don't really know how to describe the color. It's like a brownish grayish mix. I don't know. Um, and then it, it's got some hints of lime in it and then uh, some hints of lime green and then a gum outsole those retail for 300 y'all can hype that up and then we have two more kicks from the Adidas DBZ pack dropping we have the I believe it's pronounced the Derupt uh, Son of Goku that one's dropping I think this is a real dope shoe. I couldn't find a price for it. Um, I get most of the most of the release date information. I'm getting off of Kicks on Fire or like Soul Collector, so shout out to them. Um, I didn't see a price listed on them. So the uh, but these ones, the colorway on it is purple, red, night, and shock yellow. It's got um that purple net overlay. Um, with a kind of, I don't know if it's just, if it's just a black base or if there's something else with it, um, but I do know there's reflective glass, um, excuse me, reflective graphics on that base in kind of like a 3M type way, um, it's got some real cool de- detailing on it. There's a heel patch that pays homage to Piccolo. Um, and then there's Kenji on the heel, which is Gohan's name, actually. Um, and then there is a hidden Dragon Ball underneath the heel patch. Um, and then the other one that they got dropping is the Cell Shoe. Which um, is a Adidas Pro Fear. Um, retails one fifty on them. The official colorway, what they're calling it, is Solar Green, Collegiate Green, and Core Black. Um, it's they have a basically a black base with like a with that green speckle on them which is like cells um it's kind of like cells exosuit um and then there's purple on the heel which is like the cells wings uh yeah there's purple on the heel and then the sock liner um these ones have the dragon ball hidden on the inside of the tongue and then also on the inside of the tongue, it does say Cell's name. Um, has it, I believe, stitched in there. Um, so those are the releases for this upcoming week. Um, let me know what you copped, what you didn't cop. Let me know if you feel the same way about like the 11s. Um, if you feel that's a trash colorway like I do, um, let me know, guys.
So, all in all, guys, I think we had a pretty good show this week. Um, as always, give me some feedback. Let me know what you think. Um, I had a huge reception to the last episode with Noogie. Um, thank you guys for that. Um, I really hope to be having more guests on things like that in the upcoming future here. Um, like I said, thank you for listening. Um, y'all know my social now at Biggie S'mores, B-I-G-G-I-E underscore S-M-O-R-E-S. Um, like I said, give me feedback. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. Tell me where I can improve. Give me suggestions. Um, also, what I'm going to ask you guys is let me know what you think about doing the podcast with a video. Um, I know the guys in the Sneaker Podcast do that. Um, I like... I like their show a little bit better like that. Um, I'm one of those guys, I do both. I'll watch it on YouTube and I'll listen to it. So, um, let me know what you think about that. Also, I like that idea just because then that way we're more visual. You know, with, with sneakers, it's, with fashion in general really, it's such a visual thing. Um, that I think it would, it would really help enhance things. Um, but like I said, let me know, give me feedback. It's the only way I'm going to know. It's the only way I'm going to grow. Um, I hope you guys have a great week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Please continue to listen. Like I said, I want to bring you guys bigger and better content all the time. So, continue to give me that feedback. You guys have a good week. Peace out. Much love to you.